Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. So, Joan, share with your notes. She, she got really brilliant about it. Well, I have been so impacted by Julia's simple statement that I, it has just opened my life to me. And I felt like the Lord posed to the question to me, the life has, God has given me, that he's given me, do I say yes or no to him? Because it really comes down, it is boiled down to the yes and no is not, we want to make it specific and say, well, I don't like this or that, but it really comes down to him and me. Do I say yes to you? And I saw that um, the yes is a very open yes. It's clear. It's seen. It can be seen in anybody's life um, when they make it. And I also saw that the no, which is a refusal, we don't like that word, but it's truly a refusal of him, the life he's given, in all of its facets, at every, from the start to the finish. It's a refusal, but it's often hidden because we hide it from ourselves. We like to think I've made a yes, but in reality we've said no. And I feel like I've asked the Lord to expose every place I have a no in me because you know, I'll hide it from myself. I'm great at that. You know, I'm one of the queens of denial and such things. Um, but it's just, I, I just saw it. It's just such a, a simple thing. It's like in Deuteronomy where he says, choose life that you may live. The choice was not complicated. It was simple, not easy. And I've also seen uh, Martha and I talked about choice and that the Lord showed me something about choice, and it, there must be a commitment to the choice. You, you can't just choose, oh, I did that for a lot of years, and that was part of my hiding in the no. Well, I've made the choice, but nothing's happening. Well, I didn't really make the choice, because I saw that even in the kingdom, we receive the kingdom by faith, but at the same time, the Lord says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. So there is a choosing, and then our part is the seeking. And what does that mean? Well, that means... How, is, how does that play out in my life? What is the reality of that? And I saw that the present is not static, that now is ever-moving. We are an ever-moving moment of choice. And so my seeking is my commitment to the choice. And, I, and I've puzzled over seek his righteousness, and this may be totally off, but I was given his righteousness was imputed to me, but the actual process of the choice, I seek his righteousness and my yes, my no to myself and my yes to him produces an ever-increasing reality of righteousness. So I was, I was uh, speaking to a friend of mine um, this week about uh, choice and the yes and everything like that. And um, we had an interesting discussion about want. And basically I said to him, hey, you, know, you, can, you can want something all day long and still not achieve anything. Um, and I think that that's a trap that people get in. I'm actually writing a post about it. People get in that trap that, well, I, I want to do this. I want to do this. Well, you can't just want it. That's a, that's passive. Um, you know, you, you, it's the, the, the want is the, the, the step prior to the choice. And so 
I'm looking forward to writing this one and uh, getting this out, and, and I'm going to include some of the stuff that you've said because uh, it just works absolutely perfectly. Um, and and I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, because I, I think that that's a, that's a satanic pitfall that we all fall into because I feel like I've um, affected change by wanting, but until I make the choice, I haven't. Well, and I see that as what you're talking about is acting on the choice. We can want something, but if we don't act on that, and that's what you're talking about, and the acting on my choice is the seeking. I say I want you, Lord. Well, do I seek you? Or do I just go on my merry way expecting you to, to do it all? And I'm okay. God, you're not doing your part. No. I have refused to do my part, which is, you know, seeking which he even puts the desire in to seek. He, he even moves the choice if I'll have a, I'll say, ever-moving yes and ever-expanding yes. The want, and I've heard so many people say, well, I want to follow him, I want to love him, and I say, well, you never will because it's not a want. Of course you want, of course you desire, but do you choose? Do you say yes? Do you say, I am yours, Lord? But that want is saying, God just isn't moving. I want it, but he isn't doing his part. Oh, he has done his part on the cross. And he does his part every day by the Holy Spirit. So the, the word want is, is a no. <laughs> really. It's, it's, God, it's God's problem, and he's not moving. And, uh, and you can buy the lie if you want to. There it is, Martha. You said it. There's the hidden no. It's his life that we rely upon, but my choice is involved in it. Otherwise, I'm just a robot. And he, he gave me free will to, to live out my life. And, but I have, to, I have to make the direction and the choice for him to engage his life in my life. I have to make the choice. That's, that's, the, that's the weird thing about the exchange life, because you would think, oh, well, you know, boom, here comes Jesus' life out of me. No, you, you have to choose it. It's a, it's a choice. And the choice is me or him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in him, I have all everything for me. It's foolish. Right. Because if you say yes, then God's on the job, and he will bring you to the end, and it will be finished. Your life, your destiny, he will finish it. You don't have to do that complicated thing. He will do it for you, but it requires of you and me. A choice and the choice this Joan is telling us is ongoing it is. always it's a challenge mm -hmm. and this is the part of union we the Lord didn't say he says you belong to me but we belong to him in union uh, he wants our participation he does not absorb us consume us he's looking for an active participation of our yes to his life as our life but that requires us as well as him so to say I want really is to say you do all the work I may want this but I'm not doing anything about it because I'm not in union I just dump it all on you I have no place of responsibility in this relationship which every relationship requires a place of responsibility and commitment or there is no relationship one thing I've discovered in studying the scriptures looking at all different aspects of the bride, and I realize that what God wants for his son is a partner.
not a slave. He wants a partner. And one of the phrases he gave me was a partner who would sing his glories forever. A partner who understands him and knows him. That the danger in this generation is that in the name of Jesus, we deny Jesus a place in the church. You can see it. If you watch for it, you can see it in a lot of speakers and a lot of things that are written that the bride is to be absolutely in partnership with the Lord. His goals are her goals. His desires are her desires. And the church is going to be made up. The church is those who do the will of God. Jesus said, who's my father and mother? Said, who's my family? Those who do the will of God. So that's occasionally... I'll, I'll come across someone or some situation where that's so obvious that Jesus had been removed. And there may be zeal, there may, be, uh, there may even be miracles. There's a lot now of, of the faults that is going on, faults, miracles, and without Jesus being either the source or the object or the center. That's my cry. This all reminds me of Second uh, Corinthians uh, one twenty, in the Amplified. It, it's cool. I like it. Is uh, for as many as are the promises of God, they all find their yes answer in Him, Christ. For this reason, we also utter the Amen. So be it to God through Him, in His person and by His agency to the glory of God. And that's there's your yes, there's your there's your yes and Amen. Um, it, it is through his life, but we're not uh, free of the responsibility to join in that. I mean, what bride, you know, isn't in union, isn't connected, isn't making that choice, isn't wanting to be, that's, that's, uh, that's slavery, that's bondage, that's uh, not true union and true beloved bridal union. Well said, well said. I love that scripture. Thank you for remembering it. I didn't. And I like, I love that it says, Amen. We say, we have to say Amen to the yes. And that, that's deeper than just saying yes. It's saying, so be it. That's what Amen means. So be it. So be all of it. That's what Mary said when the angel gave her the news of her destiny. <laughs> Let it be unto me according to thy word. She said, not just a yes, but let it all be. All that you plan, let it be. Let it become. I love this. I uh, just looked at it in the Passion. For all of God's promises find their yes of fulfillment in Him, and as His yes and our amen ascend to God, we bring Him glory. I love that. His yes and my amen. That's amazing. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com, and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.